disclaimer, Liam dresses up as Jeffrey Dahmer as a harmless joke at the beginning of the podcast. We understand if this is a sensitive subject, skip to 11 minutes and 10 seconds into the podcast if you care not to watch. <clears throat> Welcome back to Grandma's Pillbox, episode 25. 25 episodes in, Thomas. How you feeling? 25 episodes. I'm feeling just excited. Excited? Happy. Uh, just uh, from, we thought about this earlier. I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, 25 episodes in, what are your thoughts? I really only joined, I'd say halfway through grandma's life history. And I think it was fun. We really, you know, developed from, oh yeah, from Dan's small room and the angle that you recorded. Oh my gosh. Episodes nine and 10 were, I just have a book, a hardcover book and then a camera propped up on his bed. (laughs) And the only angle you get is from our chest down to our feet. (laughs) And when you listen to the audio recordings where we just have it on Dan's glass desk and we're putting stuff down and it's just banging and stuff. And just the production quality is nowhere near where I want it to be, but like just, you know, how much better we've gotten at this, how much more natural it seems. And just the kind of production that we've put together is just, it's, it's come a long way, but I mean, there's, in my eyes, there's just a ton more to, there's just forever to go. I was wondering when, uh, so you made this concept with Dan, mm-hmm. um, obviously Dan's not here. I can't ask him the personal question, but what is, what would what was your thoughts like what was your vision with when you decided the grandma's pillbox for the podcast what was your vision where it was going to go or was there no vision we i don't remember exactly um like kind of what what we were thinking when we were first starting it i think it was probably just one of those in dance basement sessions where we were like playing smash and thinking why don't we like if you listen to the pilot we're just playing smash and we're just talking which is pretty cool, but the the main thing um, that kind of I don't know got me more like excited about pursuing it farther was when we um, just wrote down a big list of all the ideas for the names, and then once we like we, we thought of a bunch of good ones like vocal vasectomy. <laughs> I've got a few of them pulled up here. Um, you know, based Buddha, teen pregnancy, <laughs> and then of course. Grandma's Weekly Pillbox was the one we, we chose. Shortened it now to Grandma's Pillbox. Who knows where the name will go from here. But, um, yeah, it's just it's something that I, I've always been a fan of creating, and I thought it was funny. And it, You know, I think Grandma's Pillbox has come a very, very long way. And, you know, I think Grandma's Pillbox needs to take a drink of that drink I put together for you. And don't worry about the little bubbles at the top. That's just, that's this, just this soap thing? residue. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just... <laughs> this is our first episode. Well, this is our closest episode to Halloween. So for the first part of this episode, Thomas and I are in our Halloween co- costume, costumes. <laughs> I am a media legend. Um, notorious bad guy and heartthrob Jeffrey Dahmer, kind of. And then Thomas, as you saw, 
I was a bear. Was the bear. But, you know, I'm advocating for Patrick Bateman, uh, Christian Bale in American Psycho. I've just been I've I've seen the movie maybe like six times, mm-hmm. but just recently I've been coming across so many funny memes that it just has resurged my love for it. Dude, I've seen more memes on the movie than I've like watched minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um to like kind of play off of that. There's certain shows that become like everybody knows what they are because of the memes. Like the one that's going on right now is Breaking Bad. That's been going on for such a long time. But I feel like it's at the point where every single person has seen it. So every everybody finds Breaking Bad memes funny. Yeah. Like, you know, just random people I see, I'm like, Walt. <laughs> Listen here, Walt. Or like, or like Hank's character doing the cameos. Yeah. He's like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> What's bizarre is you get no bitches. <laughs> oh, shit. Walt, you're acting very sussy. You're, right you're acting very sussy, Walt. <laughs> I I was very shocked when I saw that. I think that, that was like fiber fiber things or whatever they're uh, called. Cameo. 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 It's like a, it's it's its own like. It's separate thing. from. Do it's, you know what fiber fiber is? I do know what fiber is. Oh, so it's yeah. just separate. From it's that? separate. It's like a separate company, and it's based off of celebrities, famous people, voice actors, but it's all focused on like you know getting some sort of video or audio from it. Like, cause so it's like when people get Snoop Dogg to say happy birthday mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or they get uh, they get you know anybody. Yeah. SpongeBob's voice actor to say something or, <laughs> or Plankton's like crabs, you know, something like that. <laughs> um, I was also wondering, what's the look for the future after episode twenty-five? Or yeah, what are your thoughts? Well. The the immediate future is episode twenty six. Episode twenty six. <laughs> the immediate future is editing this episode and uploading it. <laughs> no, the immediate future is me taking this. Oh, no, uh, no. I mean, once um, Thomas and I are both university students in our senior years, so obviously there's going to be a level of you know work that we have to get done for that in preparation for graduating and for our careers in that sense. So. That's what I've been focusing on, and that's where a lot of my time has been going. So in the future, it's put a lot more time into the pillbox. Mm-hmm. And that'll mean more shorts, more videos, more more ability to experiment on different things and you know join different media platforms and that sort of thing. Um, so I think I think the way we have it set now, just like a podcast where we talk, I think that'll always be a part, but even if there's little spin-off shows we have or you know whatever. Yeah. you brought this up, you know, you having GPB as the the title name or whatever yeah. that holds, you know, whatever like it could be any video under that title, yep. but it doesn't have to be necessarily a podcast episode of just talking. Yeah. There's a, there's a few uh there's a few like ones that do it like that that um like come to mind like um no jumper they're mm-hmm. like a hip-hop one they've got a bunch of different podcasts and skits and stuff that are under that umbrella also lumberland they have like a bunch of different sports related videos they yeah. they branched off and started doing some wrestling videos those started popping off so then um you know they've got that underneath them so i mean 
that that's kind of where I'd imagine taking the pill box. An example of our own is Liam's UFC episode. Yeah. What is it called? It's the, the MMA talk. MMA talk with Liam. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. I've only got one episode. It was uh, recapping the Peter Queeley versus Benson Henderson card. I think it was 279 of Bellator. But it just something like trying trying stuff out, trying different things out. To connect with that, I think one of the great things with this podcast that I can reflect on is one, just having fun with it, really. And then two, with that fun came me learning several different perspectives or like different ideas that I am genuinely looking for. When we researched the podcast, uh, what was the first one when we came back? 17, I think. 17 sounds right. I believe it was 17. Yeah. But uh, might have been 15. Um, Looks like it is nine. Nine? That's the one. That's Grandma's Come Back. Grandma Comes Back. Yep. It might have actually been episode eight, to be honest. Because that is the first. Wow, we've made a lot more episodes than I thought. We've made a lot. I mean, we've we've been grinding since, since the comeback. But, you know, we talked about... AI Bigfoot, then we yeah. tried out blunt rotations, <laughs> and we tried out that Zoom-esque, I forgot, Riverside FM, mm. and then, you know, we made, like, a little fun podcast in Michigan, Yeah. And now we've come around and have the mushroom background, and even before this podcast, we've got, like, plenty of ideas to just, like, how we're gonna change the podcast, so just have fun with it, uh-huh. and then... Just talking about different things. It's really about that, just having fun, like you were saying. Like if if you if we if we weren't enjoying doing this, then it would just, you know, for me to drive half an hour, <laughs> an hour and a half out here, be a drag. <laughs> just not having fun, and like I've I've heard from some some people um, that like as you enter in your professional life, you want to have like three different types of hobbies. One that's gonna make you money. One that you're going to enjoy, and then one that's going to keep you healthy. So this, to me, is what I consider my let's make some money hobby. But in the same boat, it's it's what I like to do hobby. So Well, speaking of some money, I think if you're going to talk about it, roll the ad. Let's roll the ad. <clears throat> Thank you to Castaway Club Clothing for our sponsorship for this episode. Use code PILLBOX to get 10% off your order. I don't know if they're actually still sponsoring us, and I haven't talked to them in months, but thanks, Tim. Unofficial sponsor, Liquid IV. Pay us. We will, we will shout you out every podcast, maybe every day on you know social media. Every, I mean, every hour. These are something. These Liquid IVs are things that Thomas and I, would you say every day you're using? Uh, I try not to use it every day because I don't have money, That's but, true. but I use it as a utility yeah like when i'm in class all day and i realize i really didn't drink enough water for the day let me just catch up on my hydration and just grab a water bottle you know throw one of these in and i'm feeling pretty good after they're awesome and they've got also uh the energy ones that have a little bit more caffeine in them i like those in the morning on the way to work just so it's not coffee you're getting you're getting a little bit you're getting a little hydrated when you're drinking it I want to try that because I saw it at Costco when I picked this up. Yeah. 
I was, I didn't question it, like how you're saying, oh, I like to use it in the morning instead of drinking coffee. And I'm the same way. I don't want to drink coffee if I feel like all I'm doing is going to the lecture. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to waste my coffee, but it's all I got. Right. But maybe the like, I have to give that a shot. You might have to. Send us some caffeine liquid IV. Please. Yeah. Send us, send us the blue, send us the green, send us the orange as well. We're getting a flu season. We need to stay healthy. Please. Thank you, Liquid Ivy. Now back to the regular schedule program. Ooh. So let's, uh, let's you know, keep, keep going on just episode 25 thoughts. What were you going to say, though? No, let's keep going. Okay. You, you wanted to bring up working out? <sighs> kind of. Not really. Actually, I don't know. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I was just. Uh... Dude, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> let's fall. Let me gather my thoughts real quick. I no, don't, I don't know where we're tell going. Tell us, tell us right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, we were, we were episode ta- one hundred. Ep- okay, episode one hundred. If I'm, if I'm looking in the mirror and I see a, a shirt that says Grandma's Pillbox, episode one hundred, I'll know that we made it. You made it. I will, because well, what I'd like to do for like just. I'll, I'll be like researching these marketing plans. That's something I'm really passionate about is like marketing. And um, that's what I'm going to school for to get my education. And, and these, these thoughts of different campaigns are just always flowing through my head. Like, oh, every time we, you know, release a fifth episode, we have a new T-shirt drop. And we wear that T-shirt on the episode and we promote it. And we put together like a little teaser video or, you know, yada, 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 these sort of things. So. I don't really know where I was going with that in terms of episode 100, but just that's kind of where my mind is always at. It's like trying to implement different things. So I guess when you're, I think you're looking at branding, that's it, what you're looking at. Yeah. Branding. Right. Once we get to episode 100, what will the pillbox brand look like is what really is going on. Yeah. Your mind. And that's the thing. I don't know. So like it's it's hard for me to look that far ahead because every day like something new is coming up and I want to try something new. And it's probably better for me to have like set goals like episode 100 i want a thousand people to view that episode episode 50 i want 200 people to view that episode i want to have 100 instagram followers by december which is actually one of our goals that we were talking that we'll mention later um some people i've had these conflicting thoughts is that don't chase the numbers and all that but you you have to set these type of goals if you want to you know make a good product yeah true like we could have fun and just do willy-nilly bull crap, mm-hmm. just make whatever, talk about whatever. But if we don't set these goals, then we're not, you know, motivated in a sense to try to do our best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's always... If I'm telling my girlfriend to... If I'm telling Celia to watch <laughs> to watch this podcast, I'm going to try to make a good podcast with you. Hopefully she enjoys it. She watched the last one, yeah. like, in her bed watching the whole video like and she really enjoyed it she said appreciate you celia yeah and um love you love yeah (laughs) kate love you you guys are our biggest fans (laughs) and and jj upstairs joseph thank you praise be (laughs) rp joseph he's not dead but he's not dead that man works hard as fuck he does He's on the Rogan grind set. Like, <laughs> okay, that's actually Joseph going into college. I mean, all of us have a goal set of I want to get my degree, mm-hmm. or I want to. Well, I guess that that is everybody's goal is to get a degree. 
So you're working through college and the goal to, to, to do that. So really most things in life are based off of setting a goal and then working your way to achieve it. I want to be at Thomas's house by 1130 today. Goal-oriented thinking. Goal-oriented thinking. What am I going to have to do to achieve that goal? And then put that into action no matter if I don't like it. Like when I get home today, it's I want to clean the kitchen, the bathroom, my room, do laundry. Those are all my goals. How am I going to work to achieve those goals? Yeah, I have a whiteboard. It's always on and off for me when I'm using it. But uh, I found that during the school time, if I write my shit down on the whiteboard, yeah. it makes your goals visible yeah. and a constant reminder of what you need to do. And I try to strive to finish that. Whiteboards are huge. Whiteboards are huge. And just on top of whiteboards, I think another thing, well, actually, I won't. That's not, that doesn't really have anything to do with uh, But final thoughts on kind of the fact that we're on episode 25 is I'm grateful that we're able to do this. It's, it's been a lot of fun growing over, especially like recently, over the past like two or three months, you and I just like really almost being on like the same wavelength for this and just grinding and like this is something that we actually enjoy. It's been pretty cool. And I think, I mean, especially in a few months, I think uh, the summer of 2023 is going to be big for, for the Pillbox community. You know, look forward to it. Look forward to it. And speaking of looking forward to something, I'm looking forward to Avatar 2. Oh, I am also. I am also. Um, the, I'd like to talk about Avatar 1. Okay. The, they're not called Avatar 1 or Avatar 2. They're, I forgot what the official name is, but... Let's check real quick. But the first one's just called Avatar. Yep. And I would just like to go through the all-time grossing films list okay. really quick. The top one, two, three, four, the top five. And this is adjusted for inflation. So okay. people usually look at the unadjusted one, mm-hmm. and I guess that gives you know older movies a bad rap. They don't have a chance because U.S. economy is always inflating. Right. Inflation rates are at an all-time high or some bullshit. But number one, Gone with the Wind, made in 1939, $3.9 billion. Wow. Avatar, in second place, wow. came out 2009, $3.5 billion. <laughs> Before inflation, it says 2.9 billion. So that's that's Still, why. Yeah. Uh, 2009. That is 13 years ago. Yeah. It's a long time. Titanic, 1997, 3.26 billion. Star Wars, the first one in 1977, 3.22 billion. So just a little bit below Titanic. Mm-hmm. And then in fifth place, Avengers Endgame, 2.96 billion. Wow, that came out in 2020, no, 2019. 2019. 2019. And I like to say that Avatar and Titanic are directed by James Cameron. The, wow. So wow. He, he's got, he's got top two, two top yeah. three. Jesus. I want to see that guy's house. <laughs> Actually, scratch that. I want to see his pool. His pool. That's that's a good way to like tell how rich is this person. What's what's their pool like? <laughs> does, but, he, does he got uh, little LED lights in there? Yeah. He's got one of those infinity pools. True. What's the temperature like? Is there a hot tub connected? Oh my god. Does he have like little lily pads that his kids can run over? <laughs> I don't know. But man, like, cause Avatar is is kind of <laughs> yeah. This is a little jank. Sorry. Uh, we can't sponsor you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the original Avatar was like kind of a groundbreaking film, right? It it was for the time. In you terms know. of like CGI? It 
originally, I think, I forgot whatever companies came to James Cameron in 1999, right after Titanic, and said, you should make this Avatar movie. And he told them, no, technology's not here. I really need a lot more time to yeah. develop this film. And then he started working on the Navi language, so those blue people. Oh, yeah. The, the actual language in 2005. Wow. Then four, four years later, they released the film. And... Oh, I should have fact-checked myself, but I think the whole entire film is... I've got it pulled up here. ...is in CGI, or essentially all of it, besides, you know, the real humans. Yeah. And that that is crazy for the time, because, you know, just relatively to today, mm-hmm. so there's so much CGI in movies and a lot of computer graphics, or just computer hardware has increased exponentially. Storage... Uh, processing, all of that has just increased, in, you know, in 13, 2009, look, what, what was it, Apple iPhone 1 or iPhone? <sighs> Something, iPhone 3. iPhone 3, it yeah. was in 2009, and now we're on the 14. Now we're on the 14. 11 model or 11 generations later, and just imagine the technology difference. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's like, it's easier to get a grasp on like the growth of technology when you think of like something that everybody uses like a phone like oh if you compare the three to a 13 like we're recording this with the 14 the 14 like wait 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 i'm i'm stupid 13 14 is the the new one yeah we're recording (laughs) this episode like obviously everybody listens to the show knows we're a little crazy with the camera issues (laughs) and especially the mic the mic is just i mean anna if you're listening to this we still don't have it, but we're, we work with what we got. Yeah, we work with what we got. But I mean, we're recording this episode with an a, iPhone, a phone, a phone. A, I can I can carry this and just, you know, go wherever with yeah. it. Use it to call people. Use it to scroll depth like doom scroll. I can, <laughs> I can create videos on it. I can. It's, I, I can it's join insane. like rebelist, you know, propaganda <laughs> groups. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Liam's doing with his phone, but to bring it all around, could you imagine filming this on an iPhone 3? No. Dude, I, don't, I couldn't even imagine, like, holding an iPhone 3. It, it, you'd squeeze it. Yeah. You'd, like, just destroy it. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. But it's, easy, like, you know, when you think of CGI in 2009 versus now, just having that thought in mind is, like... like and it, it, you've seen Avatar? Yeah, it looks great. It looks, it looks amazing. Yeah, it holds up to this day. It holds up. I mean, it's better. Like, there's even some stuff that's coming out now that is not as quality as that. Like, it obviously, just, you know, budgeting and people that you know it took to work on that project it probably plays into a fact. But, but I mean, I also want to say that all of it can't just go to technology. Even though that plays a big role, I yeah. think James Cameron is just a brilliant director and writer. He he's made in chronological chronological order. I didn't include every film he's made, but just some notable ones: Terminator, the first one, mm-hmm. Aliens, Terminator Two, my favorite Terminator, Titanic, and then Avatar. And Titanic held the the world record for the highest grossing film all the way up to Avatar. Wow. So I, I think. James Cameron is just a brilliant director, and he—I mean—he's got to be up there with the greatest of all time. You could easily make the argument, but um, 
the sci-fi concepts in Avatar, I, you know, I love them. I love it. I love it. I love just the fact, I mean, the fact that Cameron came up with this entire, like, new universe. Universe. A language. A, a universe. language. Yeah, it's crazy. And, yeah, I mean. The... He, he touches upon some really cool sci-fi concepts, such as, I forgot the main character's name. But he, the soldier that goes into that chamber thing and mm-hmm. then turns he's, into the Navi. Yeah, he's like crippled before and then, yeah, he turns into one of them. But that's, uh, how do you call it? It's like just a military advantage that you can go into this thing and turn into some other crazy humanoid creature to yeah. use to fight or gain intelligence. Mm-hmm. And you're on this planet because you're trying to get unobtainium to, like, <laughs> fuel your capitalistic drive yeah and it's i mean it's such it's such a great plot and um did you get a chance to look at the trailer for the new one i've been holding back okay i I didn't look at it neither did i so do you want to play that real quick let's take a look all right On the super high quality Apple screens. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. The big thing with this film is it's all about water. Yeah. And water is like one of the hardest things to to do with CGI. Yeah. Dad, I know you think I'm crazy. But I feel her. I hear her heartbeat. She's so close. That was interesting. Wow. So what does her heartbeat sound like? So essentially, imagine that all of this is generated in a computer. Yeah. And none of it is real, besides, you know, maybe the, the animation of people. But I need you. It's crazy. It looks great. It looks amazing. Be strong. It's like if you just focus on the Wow. So do you think, uh, my first thought is, uh, anybody who's seen the first Avatar will undoubtedly love that. I think they should get hyped. I think so. You know, because it's been 13 years since the last Avatar. I did hear some 
critiques though that people said even a short while after avatar you know people forget the main characters names and don't like the cultural significance kind of died down which i, I can kind of see their points and all oh yeah with this with this movie though coming back up i feel like it'll be a resurgence you know people getting excited for a new avatar film and i'm wondering do you think it'll break um uh, 2.9 billion dollars than the box office i don't think so there there there's a lot of like other factors that are in play for that also i mean when you think about 2009 we were just like in i don't know when it came out but the housing crisis was right around that time and it was still doing that well in theaters yeah we've got a similar um, i mean we're almost similar almost similar um but post post covid i feel like a lot of people are going to be like man i want to see this in theaters so i think i think it will break 2.9 i think it will just i don't know just the sentiment of everybody is like and i feel like that's not a movie that you you can see just watch on your computer Mm-mm. like you Mm-mm. need to see that in theaters I, imax recliner bowl of nachos in front of you maybe like some <laughs> mcdonald's you snuck in in your girlfriend's purse like th- this is i mean it does i didn't see how long it was but the old one was three the, hours the, the runtime i think is three hours and 14 minutes okay so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a whole thing you know i feel the one thing that sucks about the movies but it is also a positive is that i can't hold in my piss for mm. that long mm. especially when it's a i I could be drinking no no water, be dehydrated as fuck. I'm halfway through the movie. I'm like, why do I have to piss? <laughs> I have to piss. You're just too excited. <laughs> or like, I, I, I could be on a desert island. I'm watching the movie. I'm like, man, man I gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> I gotta go. You gotta you gotta work more retail jobs. Those guys do not let you piss. You gotta get trained and also do more. I mean, Joe Rogan. He's been doing podcasts that long. He says he could hold his piss in for like hours, <laughs> and especially doing UFC, like they can't leave for the entire six hours that they're there. He has to have like a little, you know, tube connecting. Dude, he's just got an iron bladder, I think, like, like the heavyweight champion of the world bladder. Like if you're put, <laughs> if you're comparing Joe Rogan's bladder to anybody else's bladder, it's not even a question. Bro, everybody else's. Joe's is right here. We're talking about Joe Rogan's balls. We're right talking. Well, well, <laughs> well, the pee uh, started. Listen, the balls. I'm no doctor, but I have not. I I don't really believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess I haven't really talked to you about this, but I think it'd be cool if we went and saw this, and then saw this movie when it comes out, December 16th, or yeah, one of the days after, because we'll probably be back from. We'll probably be back home then. And then yeah, uh, go to the calendar. What day is that? Like what? Like Friday? 16th. Probably is a Friday or Saturday. Speaking of big bucks, speak- there's this one guy you told me about called Mattress Mac. Oh, yeah. And I kind of, in my opinion, I feel like you know way more than me about this guy. Yeah. I, I did a Wikipedia search and then some articles or whatever, but there were. Sorry, there was a really good video that uh, Vice put out just about his life. He's like a Houston businessman who 
owns a furniture store. Gallery furniture store. Gallery furniture. And I first found out about him because he would bet crazy amounts of money on Houston teams. Like $2 million on the Astros to win a game. That's the most recent one, right? The $10 million bet? Yeah. He puts crazy money on different like sports teams to win. And that's kind of where he got famous. Um, but his, his backstory is pretty cool also. Uh, if you don't mind, I think yeah. the, he's, he's, Wikipedia has some interesting stuff about him. Uh, I forgot the years 2006 to seven. He was um, evading taxes for his business because his business lied on two different districts. And one of the districts, his business maybe just was barely in it. And he was like, you guys don't do shit for me. This is taxation without representation. But then he paid... Like they disputed 2006 and seven, yeah. But he paid 2008 taxes, I guess. He just didn't want to pay those two years, so man, he he evaded taxes. But then throughout history, um, in Texas, he helped out people during hurricanes, flooding, and the recent Texas power outage when oh, they yeah. got like that crazy winter. Yeah. And um, he would open his stores up for as shelter and yeah. like you know give people food and stuff. Hurricane Harvey, he did a lot of work for that one as well. Um, and then also, like his his mattress store has a preschool, a trade school, a high school inside of it. Really? Yeah, for his employees to get their education, practice a trade, if their kids need to be there while they're working. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they it's it was pretty cool actually seeing it. Like they've got a whole their whole compound there. And do you think he's got random stores for laundering? <laughs> I don't I don't know if he's got any other location. Oh, he does. Yeah, I know. He does have multiple locations. Um, I don't know. I could I could probably see it. But he's been <laughs> like he's been around since the 50s. Yeah. Is when he was born, I think. Yeah, but he's he's been like a fate like you know how back home you can say like some like, you know, Empire or like Luna or something like that's like Chicago known companies oh is is that that's what he is everybody in houston knows mattress matt really yeah because his his catchphrase at the end of everything is it's gonna save you money <laughs> <laughs> or something like that pull, pull that up i wanted to actually like see it i didn't look it up um yeah. beforehand but i mean before this 10 million dollar bet he also uh set the record with a 4.5 million wager on the cincinnati Bengals. To win the Super Bowl, mm. LVI. I don't know what number that is. Is that LVI? Is that uh, the Roman numerals? Fifty-six. Fifty. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, so to win the Super Bowl, fifty-six, and that was just the largest. Wikipedia says the largest mobile wager in sports betting history. When they say mobile wager, does that mean like through DraftKings or something? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can like, you imagine? Oh yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> first let let me call up my bank real quick. <laughs> hey guys, so I'm about to drop ten million dollars, <laughs> and it's gonna be a mobile transaction through my iPhone into the Draft DraftKings <laughs> sportsbook app. By the way, sponsor us. Uh, mybookie.ag sponsor us as well. And then there's a hotline for if you have a gambling addiction. Yeah, I don't even know. Gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before you show me this, yes. something that I thought of immediately was uncut gems. <laughs> 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 and the way he talks, I think might might be a little reminiscent of that as well. So let's uh, take a look. Here we go.
11 years ago. Dude. What beautiful upscale furniture for your child's room, something they can use, benefit, and enjoy for many, many years. Well, come to Gallery Furniture, 6006 I-45 North in Kittle Park. We've got beautiful young people bedroom furniture on sale. A tremendous selection of young people bedroom furniture for your child's room. We've got it in stock. And, of course, so old. on the tremendous young people bedroom oh furniture sale. Gallery Furniture saves you Money <laughs> saves you money. Money. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, circa 1989. 80, 89. Wow, that is an old, old commercial. I grew up outside of Houston and saw these commercials nonstop. Really? Oh, oh the comments. Yeah, that's what the comments. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> there's a recent. I saw a video, or mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I just saw it um, on the, the Google search. It said he cursed out a fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you know the context for that? Uh, it was because the Astros are playing the Phillies right now. And I think it was it was after the Phillies had a historic game. They had seven home runs in that game and, like, shut out the Astros. That was the game that Mattress put – Mattress. That, uh, <laughs> that Mac put, like, you know. Two million or whatever it was on, and drunk dudes were just chirping him as he was leaving, and he was probably pissed off. He lost a lot of money, so he was just talking back. But there, I don't think there was anything too crazy that happened. No punches thrown, but you know. Let, wait, let wait them... that was the t- he lost the ten million dollar bet, or is it still going? I, I didn't. I don't know if it was. Oh, that was just a game. Yeah, that was just a one game. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, if he wins this bet though. He can net $75 million. And that's if the Astros win the World Series? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, that's my. insane. Like, even if you already are a millionaire, just yeah. that's 700 plus percent profit. Now how, now, how does that work for taxes? Does he have to, he probably has to pay taxes on that. Uh, there's a bomb. That was a good um, uh, he definitely has to pay taxes. I think if I were to guess 40%, but don't trust me. This could be misinformation. What's going on? Possible misinformation. GoPro view. Oh, it just stopped. GoPro view. Mid podcast. Got a little side camera angle. Um, yeah, so that's all I got on that. Just Mac, though. I don't, I don't know what else to. Yeah, that's all I got. Also, I thought it was just a cool little story, and especially watching that video on him was pretty neat. Oh, but I guess even if you, like, I'm guessing you're betting on games. I'm, no, I'm noticing a lot more people betting on games. Like my buddy in class is like he's like checking on his bets during yeah. during class, and and then some of our other friends like are making money too, like good money. This this one person I know is always posting his bets on his Snapchat. I'm not gonna drop his name, but just always posting it. It's a trap. <laughs> you're just you're statistically not in the long run not gonna win money. That's why I thought of uncut gems. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I've got some buddies that bet also. There's different things that when you sign up for a sports book you get. Like my friend drove down to St. Louis, signed up for a sports book, got two hundred fifty dollars in free money. 
So he's just betting with the house's money. Yeah. And everything he wins, he's taking wins on losses. It's just, it's not his money. So he doesn't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are doing, it gets to the point where guys are like when on a day, there's no sports guys are tuning into like Cambodian horse racing. <laughs> like they'll, it's like chariot racing in like, Suganda or whatever. Suganda? You just Sugandi's nuts. <laughs> I fell for that. I fell right into that. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys are just betting on like random stuff, and it's funny. And the betting culture is is just nuts. Sugandi's nuts. Sugandi's nuts. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that concludes mattress math. Thank uh, you. Let's get back on track here. I think this is going to be a much more morbid topic, but unfortunately, rest in peace, takeoff. Yeah. Got shot. Mm-hmm. There's There's been a bunch of news coming out recently, and I've been trying to keep up with it. I, I know for a fact it was at, like, a dice game. And it was in Houston. It was in Houston, which a lot of Houston news today. Shout out H-Town. Um <laughs> But I I don't think he was directly shot. And some news thing I read said it was a shrapnel or you know yeah just a uh, what do they call it ricochet yeah. But I I found an article during class that I thought was really good uh, from the USA Today. Uh, they wrote about two main things, and it was. The desensitization and uh, sensational, I cannot speak, dude. (laughs) Sensationalizing and desensitizing Uh celebrity deaths surrounding, you know, takeoff. And then just the the widespread, because there's a video of takeoff, you know, I didn't watch it. But his dead body or him getting shot, there's a video of it. Oh, my God. TMZ has it posted on their website mm. and people are just spreading this video around and they made a really good point that all these black celebrities that die people just with no remorse just re- spread the video kobe bryant in his helicopter yeah the takeoff when x got shot mm-hmm. in his car people were recording him dead in his car um and then just also making it popular entertainment when nipsey hustle died they made it like on the news yeah uh i think well i mean you look at like drill music there's an entire genre based around sorry there's an entire (laughs) genre based around killing and talking about people that are dead and all that stuff and it's just glorified and all these 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 young people are listening to it and you know Obviously, they probably think it's bad, but when it's just around them all the time, it's like, it's, it's, it's not good. I, I don't find it comfortable to look up uh, a, a death video of, you know, whatever. It's like, awful. I only seen the X video because it popped up on Instagram. I'm not searching the video up. It yeah. just pops up, and they made a good point. It's like, you got to think about the family. The, the children could they they're not like they don't have, uh they go on social media yeah. they have to be afraid of seeing you know their father or whatever 
dead. Oh yeah, on their phone. Once it's on the internet and any relation to that celebrity, they're just gonna get it sent to them. Like and because people are just people don't care. People are just gonna oh ha 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 this is funny I'll get a little laugh. Yet there's families that are grieving based off of these people that are dying. I mean you look at like Chicago, Chicago news, especially over the summer, is just deaths every single day during the nightly news mm-hmm. and you can just become so desensitized to it like that and this is kind of for me because i just almost feel like i'm in my own bubble like oh that's not going to touch me i was like i was kind of like that with um you know the virus that was going around covid the just that that whatever virus yeah i don't know is happening yeah, i don't i don't really know if you know it. i mean there's a bunch of <laughs> <people>. now <laughs> I, I mean, I was like that with that. I was like, it's not directly like affecting me. So I just feel like I'm like immune from it. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. I thought I don't go outside. I stay in. I'm not <laughs> exposing myself. I don't need to care that much. Yeah. But it's but, happening. Yeah. But I mean, we can go with that. Yeah. With anything like that, that's like pretty serious, like a world, um, both of those topics it's it's better to be cautious about it and to, to realize the gravity of the situation than to just be like, oh, this is never going to affect me. Oh, let me just watch the news. Let me just see all this stuff. Like, scroll through Instagram, seeing dead bodies. It, like, what the news pushes and what we we end up seeing and how our minds are formed is it's, it's pretty sad, to be honest. And, like, because we, we, we got these group of topics together. And I was like, okay, a lot of these things that we're going to talk about later, some of the election stuff and all that sort of stuff, um, is in the news. So, oh, I'm going to watch like NBC Nightly News so I can just get a, like my finger on the pulse of what's going on in the U.S. and the world. But just the way that like the news is kind of fed to us, it just doesn't really feel that genuine. And it feels like it's coming from... Maybe it was because of like the source I was using, but it feels like it's just coming from like one side. Yeah, you you have to be um, conscious about you know the source, the bias that yeah. you like. When I was you know researching for the news shit too, they would is a little sneak peek for the Brazil election that they're comparing Bolsonaro to to trump and yeah. i had to reread it because it as when i read it fast it kind of seemed like they were stating it as a fact that mm-hmm. bolsonaro was going off with trump and then i reread it i was like oh no they're just speculating that it is and you know trying to make this connection yeah and you know you got to be conscious about that so you don't you know fall into the echo chamber trap and the mind tribe uh, tribe tribalistic and then the echo chamber and the tribalist and the yeah dude because then I'm trying to use the Joe Rogan <laughs> keywords <laughs> echo chamber echo chamber <laughs> CNN <laughs> yeah I'll pull up a clip at this moment right here and then the audience will know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> what's up Thomas post edit um I'm just showing this video to give some context to the horrible joke that I made but basically Joe Rogan has a certain set of keywords and things that he repeats 
almost to the certainty every episode. And this video is just to quickly show what I'm talking about. It's entirely possible that someone down the line is doing this for sense. It's entirely possible that someone down the line is doing this for sense. It's entirely possible that someone down the line is doing this for sense. It's entirely possible that someone down the line. I hope you understand now. <laughs> Echo chamber. Um, if it's not on the internet, I'll make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can kind of conclude talking about that there, but just... yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I think it's an important thing to yeah, it is bring just... up because it's been happening often uh, that you know just rappers in general are dying. Yeah, or black celebrities. Mm -hmm. Pop, pop smoke. Pop smoke. He died. Yeah, he was I mean, same thing. Um. It's I, I don't know. I wish I was more I, like I was saying earlier, I wish I had like my fingers on the heartbeat of like why it's escalating to that level. Mm -hmm. Like why is why are guns being brought out over that sort of thing? I don't know. It just it, I don't know, it just feels like life life is worth more than an argument, you know. Uh profit is a crazy motivator, you know, goals. Yeah, it is. So any podcasts out there, we're about to go all on you. Don't don't enter our domain, okay? <laughs> this is our this is our space. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna go get my guy Paulie over here. <laughs> He's gonna show you the one-two punch, okay? And if you step in this space right here, you're gonna see that one-two punch. You're gonna okay? see. It. You're gonna wish you didn't step in. You're gonna wish you went outside and smoked a cigarette, okay? All right, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. Um. Drake posting hentai on his Instagram story. I'm gonna be honest, I did not look into this whatsoever, so enlighten me. Um, enlighten me. Him at 21 Savage just came out with an album. And Twitter just loves Drake, loves clowning on Drake and 21 Savage. So there's memes going around. The main one is that uh, Drake and 21 did some nefarious activities <laughs> to, to, the, to the songs and the album. Uh, which which will be easy to find if you guys want to look that up. But for some reason, genius marketing, I will say, getting everybody to talk about him. Drake just started posting pictures of like hentai on his Instagram story with words like, I don't know if it said like holist or something like that, <laughs> but I guess Drake's just in his anime, anime cartoon <laughs> hentai phase right now. It was just something that was going around on Twitter and a little bit shocking to see i guess <laughs> um, uh let's see question based off that never mind no question no question i was gonna ask if you ever watched hentai before <laughs> every night every night <laughs> dan i'm looking at you dan. <laughs> oh nico <laughs> just kidding um Moving on. Uh, it's election season. Sadly, yes. Sadly, it is. And but greatly opportunistic. Yes. So there's there's a lot of you know things that are being voted on. So let, let me see if my thinking is similar to what you were thinking, and you can kind of uh, add on to what I'm saying. So there's governors that are up for election. 
Mm-hmm. There's seats on the Senate that are up. Yes. Is there seats on the House that are up as well? I, th- I believe so. Okay, and then these people have certain amendments that they're trying to push. And then there's, there's also just general amendments that we could vote on as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And right now we have a majority Democrat House. And Senate. I and believe. Senate. Or which, just barely majority. Just, just barely majority. Just barely. Which I mean, makes sense because there's a Democrat in office right now. But the big word that's been coming around is the red wave. That there's going to be a, like a big swing to like a majority um, Republican House and Senate after this, this uh, election. Cycle. I think for the Senate, like, the Republicans only have to gain from their current position one or two seats to get the majority mm. for the Senate. And then wow. I don't know for the um, House of Representatives, but it's still also close. It's close. Yeah. I I don't know. If, do you know Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker. I believe I heard that name. Uh, he's running in Georgia. Oh, and, um, but is he the Democrat or the, the I, incumbent or, you know, the guy that's already in? No. He's the guy running against. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he's a Republican. And, and he's a former NFL player, Hall of Famer, like nice, pretty well-known guy. Uh, so I was just like shocked to see him. I was like, Herschel Walker, what are you doing here, buddy? Um, but he's got some controversies on him. Really? Probably. I, I watched a video this morning and they uh, talked about the uh, rape charges and then oh, other things. Shoot. Maybe not rape. I, uh, I digress. <laughs> Back check me, please, before <laughs> I get um, sued. <laughs> For no reason. Um, Herschel Walker. Allegations. Anything? Uh, yeah. Oh, it, uh, he has some stuff for abortion. Paying for lawsuits. Probably has to do with abortion. Yeah. But he's controversial he's a controversial. little bit. Nah, that's all I got to say. I'm not going to make any statements of fact. Yeah. Um, we're, we're in Illinois, which is historically a blue blue yeah democrat um but there's there was a few amendments or there was one amendment that i saw that um the workers rights the workers rights amendment that i wanted to comment on like because um it's gonna it gives money towards like or it, it, it helps unions right it gives you the ability to negotiate your prices and hours mm-hmm. or i bet i not as informed as they should yeah. be for this. Uh, but I did hear the talk of the town, you could say, is that it's going to raise uh, income tax for people in Illinois. Oh. So, you know, we already have one of the highest income taxes and us being... Uh, Isn't California the highest? Yeah, I think so. Us being Gen Z, we're already pretty uh, adverse or averse to spending money. So I think, I don't know if this vote's going to go through. The workers' I, rights? Yeah, because I saw that there was, it was like projected $4 billion increase over the whole state in taxes. You know, the problem is if, you know, the money is going to be put towards where it's saying it's going to be put towards. That's yeah. always the question. Yeah. Especially in Illinois. I forgot his name, but the governor. J.B. Pritzker. Or no, no the, the guy that went to jail or whatever. Was that Rob Lagojevich? Lagojevich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cullerton. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Imagine if 
one of those see this that would be funny i mean the, he's on the public stage so we're allowed to talk about him yeah of course but you know just uh, it's always a thing in america in brazil and any place really is corruption yeah i will i will ask are you um are you registered to vote yes okay and are you're planning on voting on october 8th november 8th yes november 8th sorry the october 8th has passed october 8th it's gone november 8th upcoming this, you are planning on voting this tuesday yeah okay. i just have to since i'm here at school i have to find um a piece of mail with my name on it that proves that i'm here right now because uh, i'm registered to vote back at home yeah in um, chicago suburbs for dupage oh shoot i might have to mail in a vote it might be too late for that just uh buy something like one day shipping on amazon you know oh yeah just to get because i think that's allowed you can use an amazon package to prove oh okay then i should be good then at least that's what i've that what i've that's what i've heard that they made it easier for same day registration or just you know showing your address hmm. this day you vote interesting uh, okay well did you have any other thoughts on the election well, the videos that I watched, I can probably tell they were Democrat leaning and yeah. uh, they were talking about if Republicans, it's big because they can gain Senate and House control mm-hmm. and then they can pass or try to pass their own stuff, which, you know, has to do with abortion, drop in social, I am spitting misinformation because i do not have any sources yeah. I'm, I'm an imbecile but uh, democrats they want to get rid of the filibuster rule so that they can actually pass laws mm. so if they keep the senate i think then they're going to try to pass that yeah. if they can somehow the fil- the filibuster is people can like even from your party just not attend and then you don't get majority mm. no vote yeah because they want to pass that, but I think a couple of Democrats are like, no, I don't want to pass that. So then they're filibustering. Yeah. Or they want to, you know, ensure abortion rights into, it said codify. I don't know what the hell that means, but I'm, I'm just guessing it means to make abortion rights unquestionable. You know, you can't get rid of them. Um, and then probably increase wages, more taxes, socialism you know my friend had a hot take i think i might have to mention this later but i'll mention it right now he says socialism will take over over capitalism that was his hot take because he says um just the way uh, democracy has been failing a little bit and that being run under capitalism is just mending people's perspectives on those systems and eventually people gain control and give socialism i guess a shot and his take is that it will work and because he uses norway as an example Mm. as a successful socialist place yeah i died he he's he's a foreign student from china Mm. and he is so informed on this shit I just get my information or perspectives from him whenever I'm in class. Really? Well, what is like? What is he doing? Is he just watching a lot of news, or is he 
he's well-traveled, watches a lot of news, and I guess he just is interested in that stuff. He's been to the new, he went to high school in the New England area. He's gone to Britain and Ireland. He's gone to New Zealand. He's, I, I, he comes from China. Yeah. He's visited different places in China, I'm assuming. And, you know, now he's in Illinois. Yeah. Hmm. He's, he's just seen, I guess, just different places, more perspectives, all that. That's huge. The ability to travel and see other places. So you're just not locked into your suburban Illinois residency. That's like the only life that I imagine type, type <laughs> me. But uh, I was just about to say something. Tell me. <laughs> tell me what you were thinking. <laughs> So I've actually, in terms of socialism, I've thought about like a universal healthcare yeah. and like ways that we can implement it to, to make it actually, you know, reasonable. And it, it seems possible to do it. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan of the current healthcare system just because, you know, what my brothers went through. And I don't know if my brother would be able to get the best care possible if we were working on like, you know, Canadian type universal healthcare where you're waiting so long for all these things and nobody's really got like priority or that sort of thing. Um, but if people were putting their tax money towards locations that were funding good doctors to be at these locations, we've got, I think, feel like we've got enough good doctors in the country to, to have like, small practices that are really high quality in different areas that we're putting our tax money towards instead of just these mega giant hospitals that people are having to pay an arm and a leg for or you know hoping that insurance covers it and if you don't have insurance well you're screwed sorry you got medical bills until you're dead you know i haven't given a lot of thought Mm -hmm. you know about universal health care or just a capitalistic run i don't know how, what you call it but just our current health care system yeah. i've never really given it that like much thought private health care private yeah you're right and it, it makes sense you know to have like if you were to ask somebody like do you want to pay to fix your broken leg or would you rather have it covered because or okay pay to fix broken leg don't pay to fix your broken leg yeah the obvious choices i don't want to pay for it like fuck you i'm gonna pay to fix my broken <laughs> leg okay i earned this money i want to use it to fix no no like if you're rationally thinking if you're for tra- me, yeah if you're trying to logically think about it but then when you think logically it's like okay if i pay for it at least i didn't have to pay hella taxes to get a free um broken leg fixed yeah even like what if i never break my leg i'm paying these taxes for for no fucking reason yeah but don't you care about your your neighbors as christianity might say care for your neighbor as much as you care for yourself i don't know what psalm uh uh, wait what's 316 Uh, austin 316 austin 316 austin 316 says i just beat your ass (laughs) no i think uh care for that's one of the ten commandments is to like love thy neighbor like you love thyself or something something like that i I did it's just a basic human thing i think yeah treat all the golden rule golden rule of thinking yeah 
but I mean, then you're like, oh, free, free, uh, you know, free fixing my leg, but I've got to wait in the emergency room for eight hours while these 50 other people in front of me are waiting. See, I wish I was more informed. Maybe there's a flaw in Canada's system there for why, you know, wait times are so long. That's Nor- true. My friend always says Norway is a great example. I've never looked into why Norway would be considered a good example. Hmm. I always hear the counterpoints. Oh, their rape rates are hella high. Oh, that's the one thing I always hear. It's really? like, it's just like, oh, they're a great country, but these white men are <laughs> doing some nefarious acts. Yeah, dude, they didn't. Not all the Viking blood really left them. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. All right, let's let's move on uh, to the the Brazil elections. Uh, first off, did you know anything when I brought that topic up to you? Uh-huh. Nothing about no, it? No, I knew nothing, which was pretty cool that I was starting to get informed on it because I've heard the name Bolsonaro before, mm-hmm. and I've I've kind of known that there was something going on in Brazil, but digging into it a little bit more, I had no idea. So wh- what did you find? Uh, I think it's important to know the history, really a quick recap on the history leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And there's two candidates, Lula, Bolsonaro, Lula, far left, Bolsonaro, far right populist. Yeah. And... Lula served for president either for one term or two terms. I don't know for sure, but towards the end of his uh, term or he got somebody else elected that was basically running as a proxy of him and they got into uh, corruption scandals and everyone went to jail. Lula, the person, the lady that was running for president as well. Yeah. No more GoPro. No more GoPro footage. That's all right. So they you know went to jail yeah. and then bolsonaro came in and sorry <laughs> and he came to fight for the people yeah to, comparing it to trump the, the altering his rhetoric to be like i'm going to change the system so you guys you ordinary people aren't feeling injustice mm-hmm. then he comes into office lula i think was able to raise the gdp a good amount get the economy going well, Bolsonaro kept those, or he made those promises, but I don't think he was as successful. But he got into ties with the military, mm-hmm. you know, getting sergeants or generals into his office. Then now these elections are rolling up. And in order to win the presidency, you got to get the majority vote in Brazil, yeah. over 50%. And can you look it up? How big is the, or what's the population of Brazil? Two hundred fourteen million. Uh, wow, two hundred fourteen. I think they are the third largest democracy in the world. Brazil. Mm. The U.S. is three hundred million. Yeah. So that's insane in my head. That I just never thought about that. Yeah, I mean, being such a big democracy mm-hmm. or democratically elected run, whatever. But uh, the first round was October second. And it was a close run. Lula, 49, maybe. And Bolsonaro, 48. But no one got majority. So they have to run a different, uh, a second round of elections. And that was set on October 30th. And on Wikipedia, there was lots of political violence done from Bolsonaro. Mm. And since he had the military on his side and he was close to majority anyway, so people are supporting him. He was calling against Lula supporters. And 
one account that I can remember is this one Lula supporter on the street, probably had a shirt on, I think. Mm-hmm. He got beat up just after going, like, getting out of the hospital. He had a seizure while getting beat up, goes back to the hospital for three days, comes back out. He can't get out of bed for weeks. And Jeez. And he gets then, beat up again. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. that man. R.I.P. But I think the stat was every two days or every day there was a political act of violence. And leading up to October 30th, Lula definitively gets a majority, 50%. Yep. Bolsonaro, 48, 49. Yep. And Bolsonaro doesn't recognize it right away. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. This location, <laughs> the, these elections are rigged. Fuck you. And that's where I first started looking up was in the heat of the Bolsonaro's not giving over control. And all the sentiment online was some shit's about to go down. That's, you, you know, the, the guy that has military favorship yeah. and is not directly recognizing the results. But but yeah. what I liked, or I, I didn't like, but what I thought was notable was he said, I don't know the direct quote. I wish I could pull it up. He says, as as a Brazilian citizen and um, and as the president, I do not uh, care for the election results or whatever, mm-hmm. but I will follow the constitution and then goes back into his house. And then one of his staff members was like, he's authorized me to start the transition process. And then two days later, he recognized, I think, the results and, you know, allowed the transition to fully happen. Yeah. <clears throat> but in those two days, truck drivers or like Bolsonaro supporters go to the streets, setting up blockades, calling for a military coup. Like the, the, the supporters are calling for Usually the people don't want a military coup. Yeah. They want their country at peace. Yeah. And an immediate example I can think of was, I think, two years ago. Uh, Thai, no, Myanmar. Myanmar had a military coup. Mm. The guy, the general, was like, this election, stupid. And he gets his army and takes over the streets and, like, you know, I'm not letting this election, you know, happen. Or, like, these results are shitty. And just, I looked at so many videos and just the violence going on with the military there was insane. But, you know, Brazil, I think dodged a big bullet yeah like why are they calling for a military coup just the people on the streets were calling for all the supporters but um wasn't it that everybody that was in like high positions like all the generals and all that stuff once bolsonaro lost they were like yeah we're kind of done with this guy like because because if bolsonaro had the protection of a lot of people still in like power Mm -hmm. he probably could have stayed longer but i heard that uh Kind of the reason he gave up was like everybody kind of just like jump ship they were just done with him and that allowed a peaceful transition into the the lula era of yeah. brazil mm-hmm. um which i'm not a brazilian citizen but neither am i i don't live there i but, can't say what needs to be done or what should be done but any any sort of radical like I, is lula is not too radical right not he, a, he started off as far left like uh he was part of i think he was was part of a workers union or just in a worker like he was working and i think was being run by a dictatorship and you know he wanted to represent i guess the workers um 
I'm so bad with political views and all that, but the the graphic that Vox showed on their video about it um, showed basically he was gaining the support of far left um, uh-huh. voters, and then eventually he was able to spread a little bit more to the center, mm-hmm. and he had that um, side of the voter population. But I I forgot to mention that Bolsonaro during his term had some beef. I guess with the the Justice Department, and then maybe they're like, we need somebody to run against him, so they dropped the charges on Lula for Ooh. the for the thing, so that he could run again Ooh. for president. Yeah, because he he was probably their best chance, a former president, someone that actually did good for the country. Mm-hmm. Well, on that Vox video, I liked that they had like a quote from uh, one of the Brazilian people, and they're like. They all steal money from us, but at least Lula gives it like gives some of it back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Corruption, but not as bad. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, you gotta wonder like how many how many countries are doing that same sort of thing, just like are corrupt, but they're treating the citizens well enough to where like keep it around or like everybody's used to like that sort of way of living mm-hmm. so they're like yeah you know we'll just vote another this party and just because they're kind of going to do the same or he's got like affiliation with the current president or leader like yeah i wonder i'd have to imagine there's a decent amount until you get stuff like this or myanmar or like what's happening in africa where people are like yeah we're done with this time to try and revolt and what's then going he, on in africa um I think isn't there's just in some countries there's just been a lot of uh, ethnic wars. Yeah, ethnic wars, turmoil. I think fighting um, against the government. Yeah. That yeah. It, looking at Africa, you have to be thankful to be in America. Yeah. And you can't com- can't complain that hard. And you look at so many different countries and what what what, what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah, being the average person. I mean, a lot of those countries, if you're not upper class. You're lower class. There's like no middle. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, how would we get up to upper class by knowing people? We don't know anybody. Yeah, you'd be out of luck in those places. It would be tough, tough to live, tough to try and thrive. Probably a lot of, a lot of dirty, a lot of dirty stuff. Man. Um, dude. Imagine how nice it's going to be when we have mics and the quality. Yeah. It's going to be so good. And then I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to try and get a four channel mixer. Four channel? There's a sale, I think, going, a holiday sale going on for whatever we were looking at. On Amazon or? No, just from the website. On their website? Okay. I'll have to shoot some stuff over to Santa Claus and see what they can come (laughs) up with. (laughs) Four channel would be nice. And then we could get in like max two more guests. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. And like that'll be oh dude. We can Upgrading. finally hear Dan. Up yeah, we can finally hear Dan and Colin. The whispering <laughs> that they were doing. <laughs> Where you literally you can't trying to make subtitles with like listening on full volume, you could barely make out what they're saying. Um Episode twenty two part one released not too long ago. Uh-huh. Uh the the volume or the the audio was kind of scuffed, but 
it was enjoyable to listen to. I had my speakers on full volume because that's like the only way I could hear everyone talk. Yeah. But then when you guys start laughing, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a way for me to like cap out like the the, the decibels. Yeah. Which I thought I did, but I was cutting. I was putting in like so many different uh, like because it was like a four hour recording. So on that camera, it groups it into like 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, so I think I increased the like I had the audio on the same level for everything, but the peaks <laughs> in some of those later ones were very high, unfortunately. And I mean, as as we're growing and getting more used to editing and that sort of thing, it'll be something to remember. Uh, to circle back, I I forgot to give this perspective, but I loved jumping back into Photoshop and uh, what do you call Premiere, Premiere and just all of Adobe Suite. Yeah, just yeah. I mean those are the two main programs that I use, uh-huh. and I I I've used both of them before just for fun. I made a I'll link it I guess <laughs> I made a YouTube poop of airsoft fatty, and and I I I love that video because I got to learn Premiere and just do something that at the time was really funny for me. Yeah, where I was doing I think it was during COVID I was stuck inside I wasn't doing anything. And Photoshop, I've just generally had fun times with. I made a couple art pieces or whatever, or collages. And then I took Photoshop class during um, high school. Yeah. So it's in my brain that I've learned it before. And being able to jump back into it, it was muscle memory yeah. almost. Just I had to go through the reps. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a lot of fun to, awesome. to realize the tools that are available to you with me running the Instagram mm-hmm. account uh I started off you know we did the daily pills and <laughs> it was we would record a video I'd send it to you and you'd just put them together and then upload yeah and now we've come to we're using premiere you know and we've got the 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 dimension set we know how to zoom in add captions yep add the music or and there's just so many more layers adding on top of every time it's we awesome. learn a new tool. And that's been a very fun part of this whole process for me so far. Yeah, same here. Same here. It's it's something we're going to keep getting better at as we grow. And it's just, it's just about putting the time in. And I, I like doing it, so it's a lot of fun. Um, should we wrap it up here? Or do you want to? I mean, we have one more topic, Elon talking about buying Twitter, but we can just... just this one thing. Yeah. He brought this ink into the building. He's like, let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only notable thing I can I, I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if more happens with that, we'll cover another episode, but... But he, he tried to buy it before, then he pulled out with yeah. a little wimp, and now he's trying to buy again. Is he like, was he... Because he put an offer in, and he, I think... He tried to pull it out, but they accepted it, so he was con- contractually obligated to buying it. Yeah. Damn, so he kind of got caught, huh? But now he's just trying to make the most out of it. I guess so. Um, Elon, controversial stock, uh, what do you call it, manipulation, weird um, tweets that also manipulate the stock market, and then... Doge. Doge, yeah. Doge coin. I don't have much to say. Just let that sink in. Let that sink in. <laughs> the billionaire buying Twitter. Well, in that case, have you seen that? It's an open suitcase with a well in it. Well, in that oh. case. <laughs> just. 
uh, I think uh, you know we'll end the episode here. Episode twenty five. Thank you all so much for watching. Quarter of the way to a hundred. One away from twenty six. We're gonna keep growing. We're gonna keep improving. And this is a lot of fun. Please, if you end up watching this video to the end, comment your favorite topic that we talk about. Please I'd, do. I'd like to know. Yeah, we appreciate it. Well, this is kind of the style that we've been doing recently, and it's it's a lot more fun, I think, having a few set topics that we talk about and then going in and just doing them. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Thanks anyway. for listening to episode 25. Liam and I, on our, uh, November 5th, mm -hmm. is when this was recorded. If you want some context for all the information that we've been spitting and gargling up misinformation, there have been zero – well, there's been a few uh, – yeah, a few. I don't. I don't know the word that I'm trying to use. I want to shout out our viewers, JJ, Celia, Kate. Is there anybody else? Nico, Nico. thank you. Thank you for watching the last episode. Yeah. I hope you watch this one to the end and hear this shout out. And intern Chris, possibly Dan. Dan, if you guys listen to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, just appreciate all you guys. We're growing. We're 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 doing the thing, guys. We're doing it.